to the Management Insights Podcast with your hosts, Phil Meidlack and Brad Hansen. You're about to hear from two proven leaders with over 50 years of combined experience with the goal of helping leaders and teams break through to the next level. Phil and Brad take a practical, easy to understand and fun approach to tackling everyday challenges. Here's Phil and Brad. Hey, good morning, Brad. Good morning, Phil. So uh, today's topic is uh, relationships, which sounds kind of soft and mushy, doesn't it? Talking about relationships in business. Yeah, it does. In fact, uh, you and I have uh, have talked about that this probably doesn't get enough uh, attention through the traditional channels of school or training at companies. Uh, but boy, it's sure an important part of what we do every day. Yeah, you know what? And it's uh, helping people develop deeper, genuine relationships and just really understanding the importance of doing that and how it impacts success. Yeah, yeah. It feels strange to say, but that's an area that I spend, you know, a pretty consistent amount of time on with uh, so many of the folks that I work with. So obviously, you know, relationships and communication, those are one of those things that, you know, we have to we have to be mindful of the fact that uh, A, it's the right thing to do. B, it makes life more fun. Yes. (laughs) And, and, And quite candidly, it allows you to be. Uh, more successful in life as well as a leader. Well, and it's interesting because you bring up the two things, relationships and communication, which are the two things that kind of drive all the success and also all of the potential hiccups within a growing organization, whether that organization is a business or a family unit or a group of friends, you know, it applies across the board. You know, we talk about communication and we've, we've, uh, we've done a few podcasts around communication, which is, uh, you you could probably do a hundred more podcasts around communication. The interesting thing about relationships is that really is kind of the ultimate trump card because if your relationships are healthy enough, even if you miss out on a communication deal, well, your relationship is kind of that safety net to say, oh, okay, well, we can power through that. But you can you can trace 99% of uh, an organization's problems uh, back to either lack of communication or even more accurately, the the lack of a, of a strong enough relationship. So. Yeah, yeah. No, it's interesting. You know, when I look at relationships that are in need of repair, if you if you will, you know, relationship restoration, it's um, interesting because when I'm assisting a couple leaders in that situation, it's oftentimes pretty clear that there's uh, people are looking at what they can get out of a relationship, what the other person can do for them versus what they can do to invest, you know, servant leadership, yeah. if you will. Yeah. But, you know, what can I do to invest in this relationship and how can I take some responsibility for helping this relationship flourish? And, um, you know, one of the things I've used you guys as examples uh, many times, just talking about the wonderful job that uh, you guys are always willing to help other people, you know, other partners throughout the channel. And you guys are always making investments and it's not really an investment. You're just doing the right thing. You're helping others. And, uh, and consequently, uh, you know, the fact is you've got great relationships throughout the country, you know, inside the channel and, and inside um, the OEM. And, and that was well earned over a long time. But there's there's two leaders that I've worked with inside uh, an organization in the last year. Actually, I've worked with just one of the two leaders, but it was helping them uh, develop uh, the relationship. They're, they're two people in a similar discipline uh, that weren't working well together. And there were two, uh, you know, two dudes, <laughs> two males that maybe some of the, you know, some of the male ego thing was going on. Um, sure. Uh, and the one, one upsmanship and, but it wasn't working. And so I was, I was engaged uh, with uh, one of the two and 
it was interesting, you know, the conversation, it, he, he actually inspired me, the gentleman I'm working with and still does just because any challenge I give him to step over that, you know, that, that line and that line usually represents fear. It's kind of the scary place, man. He just jumps in and he'll, he'll own his stuff. You know, he'll take responsibility for his role in the broken relationship and uh, he'll do something that's very difficult for people, which is to initiate the conversation with the other individual, take ownership. Hey, listen, you know, a relationship isn't where it needs to be. Would you agree? Yep. It's not where it needs to be. And I just wanted to take responsibility for my part in this without any expectation that, you know, no requirement that the other person has to do the same thing. Now, my hope and my desire was, and I told him, I said, you have to be willing to just give that away freely and say, you know what? I own this stuff. This is what I did. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm very grateful for your skill set and, you know, just really just share and be open and transparent. And man, it worked beautifully because he was courageous. He was willing to be vulnerable and, and, you know, take responsibility, essentially ask for forgiveness, which is hard for people to do. Don't you think? Absolutely. In every aspect of our life. Yeah. And he did a beautiful job. You know, he, he said, and I just wanted to apologize. I'm, you know, turning, turn over a new leaf here. And then he was just silent Lo and behold, the other gentleman followed suit. Did this? Mm. He did the same thing. He said, wow, I really appreciate you doing that. This was my role in our broken relationship. And I apologize. And, and I'm not going to do that. And it, it's amazing. It had been broken for and strained for well over a year. And literally one conversation turned that thing around and they continued to build on that, that relationship. And it's that easy. If, if people can just kind of get away from their ego and their pride and just come from a place of honesty and transparency, this relationship turned around instantly and it's in a phenomenal place. But it's, it's funny. I've had a lot of those, you know, with folks that I work with, it's just human nature, right? I mean, the more people you work with, the more you're going to encounter this. This is kind of the human condition. And, um, and that's why I thought it might make sense for us to just bubble this topic up because uh, the beautiful thing about it is to restore relationship. It doesn't, it's not rocket science. It's willingness. Yeah, yeah, it is. Absolutely. You know, it's just, it, it takes some courage too. Let me uh, dig a little deeper on that, Phil, um, because we talk about this and I can imagine our listeners who are listening to this saying, okay, that sounds all, you know, well and good, but how, it's such a difficult thing. You put yourself in, in the place of whenever, and I think all of us have been in the place where, we feel like a relationship is strained and we feel really justified that it's the other person's fault, right? Like it's, it's all mm-hmm. on them. And so what was it about this individual and what was it about the conversation that you had? And, and I know with the amount of uh, coaching and mentoring that you've done, you, you have far more than just this experience, but is there, are there one or two th- things that, that, that we could kind of point out that help people give them some hope that, Hey, this is, this is real stuff. And, and that this is doable. Cause I, I think, boy, this is, this is absolute gold. And again, I go back to the fact that what's so great about this, what we're talking about right now applies to every aspect of your life. So if you can, if you can get courageous and you can figure out how to do this at work, well, that you're just going to even be better at doing it in your relationships outside of work and vice versa. If you can get good at doing it maybe with your, uh, with your spouse or with your, your partner, your friend, your family member. Um, and it's, you know, like anything else, it, it, the more you'd practice and the, and the more you'd 
you put yourself out there and, and push yourself, then the easier it does get. So I just wonder and feel from your perspective, if you had just one or two kind of key, uh, key takeaways or, or ideas that we could share. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you're, you're spot on. I mean, it affects every relationship in your life, right? Relationship health. A lot of people don't think about this, but when I'm working with people at times, uh, if I'm working with two people on a relationship restoration assignment, as weird as that sounds, um, I'll ask them to um, uh, give their relationship a health score, ABCDF, because we're all familiar with that scale, pluses and minuses, and ask the other person as well. And, um, and, and, and we also talk about, uh, you know, so we do that at work. But where I try to get somebody's attention, understand how important this is, is first, first of all, it's scary uh, uh, to be able to, you know, it's scary to be vulnerable because what if you're rejected? Because there's some people that that wouldn't work with, right? They're, they're, uh, uh, they're just not pleasant people and, you know, they might want to chew you up and spit you out, that kind of a thing. And, and neither one of us felt that the other party was like that. And so this individual that I'm working with, you know, part of the reason I say he's really inspiring is because he's inspiring because he's honest. He's uh, incredibly capable, but he's, he's, um, he's willing to, uh, you know, he recognized that growth is hard work, but you know, it, in, unless, unless you're going through growing pains and I try to help them understand you're going through growing pains, right? I mean, it's kind of like lifting weights for the first time in a year, your muscles are going to be sore the next week. So, yeah. you know, yep. if it's painful, it probably means you're growing. And, you know, w- with this particular individual, I asked him, to kind of tell me a little bit about his personal life, you know, with his wife, does he communicate in the same way with his wife? And, you know, uh, what would happen if, you know, in our, in our marriages, if we kind of own our own stuff and say, Hey, you know what? The other <laughs> night when I did that, I, I thought about it. I was a real jerk and I apologize. He said, yeah, I mean, it would be a, it would be amazing. And he, he came back and he said, this has helped me on both fronts. I mean, you have to be open and receptive uh, you know, you have to be open to receiving constructive feedback, right? And, yeah, and, and, yeah. and so that's, that's part of it. One is you have to be empathetic, right? You have to have empathy uh, uh, and, and understanding. In other words, you know, part of the process was, hey, help me understand if I were talking to this, under, this individual, what would they tell me uh, were the reasons that this relationship has eroded over time? You know, what would they yeah. tell me about you? And I'll certainly ask them what was your role in that as well. And then they told me, so what I'm really looking for is deep self-awareness. Sometimes people don't have it and they, we need to help pull that out. But uh, self-awareness uh, with regards to kind of, you know, the energy that they're bringing to a conversation. They could say the right words, but bring a negative energy or they could say the wrong words and not even be aware of it because they're going 180 miles an hour and they're impatient and things of that nature. So one is you got to have empathy and compassion and really try to look at the situation, obviously, from their perspective. Um, and the other is, you know, what I try to get people to do is ask for feedback. You know, if you want to break down a yeah. wall, a relational wall between two people, you know, if it's you and me, Brad, and I'll say, hey, Brad, do you have any feedback for me that will help me grow? You know, based on yeah. what's happened in the past, can you give me some feedback that will help me grow? And trust me, you know me well enough that if I don't, if I ask it, I mean it, you know, yeah. I, I really yeah. want a nugget that, that will help me grow. And so getting him to do that. I, I love that. And for those of you who might be listening right now, like th- this is. I think one of the things early on that really made Phil so impactful uh, as he was working with Go Engineer. Yeah, and it's not—it's not what a lot of people think is that's coming from a place of weakness, right? Vulnerability, but really, it's coming from a, a, a just a, a complete recognition that I don't have all the answers. None of us have all the answers, but collectively, we do. You know, as a team, and so 
you know, in this particular situation, he did a beautiful job. You know, it's, hey, listen, I don't think our relationship's in a great place. That's an obvious observation. Would you agree? Yep, I'd agree. Uh, I just wanted to spend a little time and tell you what I think my role has been in allowing this relationship to get to this negative place. And I wanted to apologize. And can you give me some feedback? That was the process. And he had to be courageous because he could have been rejected. And if he is rejected, you know, that's going to, that's what I had to help him understand is, you know, if, if he didn't buy it and he took advantage of you, I said, that's going to be on him, the other guy, right? Because that's that, you know, what goes around comes around, right? If he's just going to be taking advantage of you, that will be obvious to those around him in time. So you just have to take the high road and, and, and let's have, let's remember this. You're a leader, <laughs> behave like one, right? Behave in a way that, you know, is inspiring for others to follow. Yeah. And the other thing I told him is, you know, what I'd like you to do is because it's obvious to both teams, your team is his team. I want you to tell your team what you told him because, you know, and that's counterintuitive as well, but your team is going to have a deeper level of respect for you as a leader because you you owned your stuff. Yes. Yes. You know, you took ownership, you didn't hide. And if you, if you tell your team what you did, what you, you're telling a story, but they're going to learn from that and they're going to follow your lead. They're going to emulate that. Oh yeah. You're modeling the behavior that you absolutely want them to, you know, to use. So yeah. If you play hide and seek with the truth, guess what? They're going to play hide and seek with the truth as well. So yep. yep. any rate, well, good. Any other comments on this one or stories you want to add? Well, no, I think this has been fantastic. And I would, the one thing I would just come around to, and as you were mentioning your, your couple of your points, the, the, the one, and we could do a whole other podcast on this is this idea of of having empathy and being willing to put yourself in the position of the other party, because so often that as the first step will make everything else easier. Once you understand and try to put yourself in the position of, of that, of that other person and see it from their point of view, uh, that can be a very powerful exercise. So I, I, I love that. And I want to make sure we don't gloss over that as well. But, uh, outside of that, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. And it, it's, uh, you know, maybe it doesn't sound like a business topic, but <laughs> it's completely a hundred percent, business. These guys, their performance, their ability to collaborate together um, is just phenomenal. I mean, they're doing a great job. So it's, it's uh, pay attention to those relationships and the health of your relationship and uh, uh, take it you know, upon yourself to make that first step in investing in the others uh, and, and building healthy relationships with everybody you work with. So with that, um, if you like the podcast and if you have other podcast ideas, uh, feel free to email Phil, email me at Phil at mydlackmanagement.com or Brad B. Hansen, H-A-N-S-E-N at goengineer.com. And thank you uh, so much for, for your time. Yeah. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Management Insights Podcast with Phil Mydlack, Executive Coach, and Brad Hansen, CEO of Go Engineer. Check out the complete list of Management Insight podcasts. And if you have a topic you'd like Phil and Brad to address, email your suggestion to phil at mydlacmanagement.com. That's phil at m-y-d-l-a-c-h management.com. Management Insights, helping leaders and teams break through to the next level.